Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dof Talks. I am Marianne Möxter, and I am your host for this podcast. In this episode, we will take you to the site at Gulen and on board one of our big anchor handler vessels, Skandi Skansen. Skandi Skansen has been working on the Hyvin Tomfen project since we started the offshore construction phase and March. We will talk to the captain on board, to the shift supervisor and also the marine operation manager at Gulen. And here you can really get a sense of the activity the progress and the atmosphere on the Hyvin Tompen project and on the site in Gulen. Today here in studio with me, I have Camilla Hagge. She is our global HSE senior advisor. Welcome, Camilla. Thank you, Marianne. And we also have Narve Woge, who is EVP Marine Operation. And welcome to you as well, Narve. Thank you. We will continue talking about the Hyvin Tompen project. We will discuss how we are utilizing the experience, the know-how and the competence from traditional mooring and towing activities in a floating offshore wind project like Hyvin Tompen. And as mentioned in the last episode, we will talk about how safety is our license to operate and why this has the highest priority in everything we do in DOF. But first, Camilla, you have actually been our reporter at Gül. I can imagine that it was nice to be on board a vessel again, Camilla. Yes, it was great to be on board again. Uh, I used to travel a bit uh, offshore before, but uh, now I've started in a more onshore position. And um, due to COVID, we haven't traveled that much and visited the vessel as we used to before. So uh, yes, I was glad to finally be on board. Uh, I got to see the floating wind turbines and I also finally had a chance to talk to my uh, their offshore colleagues, which I haven't seen in a while due to the COVID restrictions. There are about 100 people working onshore at the assembly site in Gül. Both Skandi Skansen and Iceman, which both have a crew of about 40 people each, were in the harbor this day. So there are a lot of highly skilled people involved in the project. So let's take a trip to Gül and get a feel of the atmosphere at the site of the Hyvin Tompen project. Today, a rainy Tuesday morning, we're standing on the back deck of Skandiskansen and the sound you hear in the background is the excavator dragging out the chain on the quayside before it's being loaded on board Skandiskansen. From our view here, we can also see Skandi Iceman on the quay next to it. Today we're going to talk with Rune, the marine operations manager here at the Gul site, Roger, the captain of board Skansen, and Gary, the shift supervisor. Today's weather is grey and rainy. It doesn't really feel like summer. In the fjord, we can see three wind turbines ready to be towed out to the field. Skandiskansen, one of the two vessels at Gul assembly site, has been working for eight weeks on this project. And Roger is the captain of Skansen. He will explain how they work on board. Yeah, we have been installing 11 suction anchors and chains for the windmills, which will be towed out later. My role is to execute the project as planned. 
uh, offshore together with all the competent personnel we have in DOF, which have planned this for years. Is this work very different from what you usually do? This is not uncommon work for Skansen, uh, but it's um, something special when you do the first floating wind farm in Norway. I think it's been proved uh, for a while now that uh, the planning of this project have uh, given positive results executing the job offshore quite smoothly. All from Semar to Dov Subsea engineers have been on board and have been working quite quite well together. You can see all the competent personnel we have in Dov. I think this shows how far Dov have come as a company, working together with all the engineers, marine personnel, to take on a task as vast as this one. Um, you've been on board for four weeks now, uh, Raga. Are you uh, excited to go to go back home? And how is it to change be- between work and home every four weeks? No, I could easily stay for four weeks more. Not a problem. It, uh, no, it's always good to go home to your family. Uh, that's the reason why we work. That is to spend time with the family when going back home. I also talked to Rune, the former captain of Skandiskansen. Rune recently started working on shore, and he is now the marine operations manager at Gul site. I wanted to know what a normal day looks like for him at site, and also if he is enjoying his new position. Yes, I uh, like my new job. I started uh, onshore in January this year, and I, after a short while, were involved in the Hyven Tampen project here as a marine operation manager in Gul. First I was uh, part of the planning process of the project. After a while now I've been started to going shift out here uh, together with two others and we're doing uh, two weeks out here and uh, three weeks at home to get some rest. If we see out of the window here we can see Scandi Iceman next to a huge crane. There are some uh, Large sizes are. Yes, that crane from Mammut is uh, 205 meter high, and it's capable of lifting 3,500 tons. Can you tell us some more about how you install a wind turbine? Yes. Um, first, we are receiving the bottom section that is uh, towed up from Domasnes. This is uh, about three days tow. We moor this up to a spacer barge that we have on the quay. And the reason we have this base of barge is because the deep draft of the uh, bottom section. It uh, is almost 90 meter deep when it's all installed. So when this is uh, moored up to the space of barge, we start lifting on uh, components. Uh, first is the bottom tower section. And there is two middle sections and then the top section. Uh, this is about 200 ton each. After all this is tensioned up, we are lifting the nacelle, which is a 360-ton lift, up to the top of the tower. And after this is installed and uh, torqued up, uh, we are installing the three blades on the turbine. Skansen is now uh, receiving the last uh, chains to be installed on the suction anchors offshore. When these are installed in a few days, and they have completed their scope and uh, we are all ready for towing out the wind turbine uh, offshore and can install all of them. 
How long does it take out to the field, the tow out? The tow out to field is about uh, three days. So far this spring we've pretty, had pretty bad weather. And we know that you're a bit uh, stretched with time. You need to finalize this before the fall. This is correct. Um, as we know the weather in Norway and the North Sea, the fall is coming and uh, we have to complete the whole uh, project before we starting uh, having all the fall storms. We're narrowing down the weather windows that we are uh, having normally in the North Sea. Safety is the key to success for DOF. How do we make sure we take care of safety in such a complex project? Safety and working safe is of course a, a very important factor for all the companies who's working here. From the very basic, we, uh, we have the, the HUSOP and also the risk assessment done during the HUSOP that's uh, creating the base for the work we are doing here. And then we're starting the day with a toolbox talk that uh, we are defining the roles for everyone who is doing what and how. We're also bringing in a um, safety factor into these meetings and uh, talk about uh, incidents that have happened, what to look out for, and making sure the guys who is assigned to a task is actually the component person for the task. There is many heavy lifts in Gull, and we have uh, decided at the early stage how we are going to be uh, placed when it comes to line of fire, we are not positioned in a way that we can come into danger if something happens. In addition to this, we need special training to access the, the site itself. Uh, and we also need to have a GVO-approved course to be able to access the wind turbine when it's floating in a commissioning site. So there is many barriers in place when it comes to safety on the sites and, uh, and uh, this is absolutely the way we, we need to have it. As we were on the bridge, preparing for talking to Roger, the captain, and Rune, the operations manager, we bumped into the Scotsman Gary. He is the shift supervisor at Skansen. There are many people on board an operation like this, and we wanted to know, what does a shift supervisor do? And what is his role on board Scandi Skansen? Basically, uh, I just sit on the bridge and uh, coordinate the daily operation between ROV, survey and the marine crew and uh, keep an overall supervision of what goes on uh, when the ROV is doing its various different tasks, you know, when we're installing the anchors or installing the mooring lines. You know, we do quite a lot of different things on the Skansen, mostly mooring, uh, FPSO moorings. This is new for us, obviously floating wind farms is a thing of the future, I believe, so uh, maybe some more of that to do. And uh, today we're, we're a bit unlucky with the weather, I would say. But has the weather been challenging for you so far in this operation? Uh, we've actually been quite lucky uh, on this project. Every time we've had to come in for interim mobilisations, that's when the bad weather's been. And then when we go back out the field again, the weather's a bit better. We haven't had much waiting on weather time at all. It's been good. And you coming from Aberdeen, I guess you're a bit uh, used to this uh, grey weather. Very similar climate to Bergen, yes. <laughs> this is a high prestige project. How is it to work with such a high profile project with all eyes on? Yeah, it's been interesting. Uh, we have done a few high profile projects on this vessel before, doing various firsts, you know, 
big mooring lines, big chain, etc., etc., which the marine crew love to go on about that they, you know, we're the only vessel that's installed certain size of chain. So yeah, it's good to be involved in firsts, you know, and this is a first. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. So we hear from sites that we now have two vessels involved in the project, and we have a lot of people at site. Scandi Skansen has been on for a couple of months installing suction anchors and chains, and Scandi Iceman has now started to tow out the wind turbines. We hear from the conversation in Gulen that our offshore personnel give credit to the planning phase of this project and the close collaboration with the engineering team. Narva, you are responsible for all our marine operations. And I guess your team has been involved in the planning phase of this project. What are we doing to be well prepared for a project like this? Well, Mariana, this project has had sufficient time to plan and prepare, to involve all the stakeholders and uh, also to be uh, given the time to work together during this uh, first phase. To, uh, to then ensure that uh, we, we, uh, we will succeed. So time is of essence here, in a way. Yes, uh, it, is, uh, it is of essence. And, and of course, combining uh, the marine organization and the marine competence with the project organization, it's, uh, it's a key factor for Volkswagen Very good. Um, and both Roger and Rune, uh, they are talking about the type of work we are doing. The mooring and the towing is, is well-known work for DOF. But the fact that we are installing the very first floating wind farm and also the fact that there are so many stakeholders working close together makes this a very interesting project. Uh, Narve, from your view, what is new and what is well-known to DOF here? Well, I guess... Uh as we uh, we have already been uh, been on to is building on the backbone of uh, of our existing activity we see that we have vessels uh, that are fit for this type of operation and the similarity on what they've done previously is uh, very well known for the crew on board when we're looking at the boats we we have on this project we have the anchor handlers that are uh, high-end anchor handlers they are uh, well equipped for this type of operation I think uh, when we see uh, the phase, first phase where uh, Wisconsin were uh, installing the suction anchors and preparing the mooring chains, we know that uh, this is a similar type that we have uh, done uh, before, especially on uh, when uh, mooring up uh, FPSO. So it's very, very comparable to, uh, to that. And uh, when, when, when we now are looking at the phase that Scandi Iceman is uh, coming into, where the towing of the windmills uh, offshore is now the next step uh, in the in the project. We we have done similar jobs for for instance when we when we towed out uh, the spar Osterhansten uh, for Equinor some years ago, uh, a much bigger uh, asset. But uh, the, the the way it's done, it's very comparable to what we're planning to do now. That was a bit what was well known. So what is new here, Nova? No, I think what is new here, it's, it's, of course, it's the first windmill park. It's the first offshore windmill park that's being installed. 
And of course, uh, the dimensions are a bit different. And uh, of course, the, the technology they are using into trying to get this project uh, a success is to utilize uh, and optimize the, the vessel days to get it uh, as a success. Mm. And also, I think also uh, other things that are new that is, is that we are combining so many different companies mm. and so many different people into one project. Mm. And I think this is also a bit uh, special for this, uh, this project. Mm. I think uh, that is something we have heard from, um, from uh, previous visits also here in the podcast. This has been mentioned by both JK and, and also Fredrik. That and and we also heard it now from uh, from our offshore people that the collaboration and also this working together with so many different uh, stakeholders, many different companies, make this project very special. And uh, and to get this to fit together, to to get this uh, schedule efficient, it sounds like this is the key to success for a project like um, like Hyvind Tampen. In the second episode, we heard JK being impressed by the safety statistics of the project. And we also heard Rune talking about daily routines and drills to secure that the project is safely executed. He talked about toolbox talk and HACCP as safety barriers. Camilla, can you please explain a bit what this is and why is this so important to us, Endof? Safety is the cornerstone of everything we do. Safeguarding our people, the environment and the communities where we operate is our highest priority. As Rune explained, we have several barriers as HACCPs stands for Hazard and Operability Analysis, which is a risk assessment meeting in the planning phase. And a toolbox talk, it's a kind of pre-job risk assessment collaboration meeting. Is that is that done every day, Camilla? The toolbox talks is done uh, several times every day. It's done before every new task, I would say. Okay. And uh, I want to pick up on what Narve said, that we have a very skilled workforce that want to work safe. And uh, although Wynn is a new field, uh, Duff has a lot of expertise and good track records uh, within safe mooring and towing operations. And uh, working safe is essential to stay in this business. And uh, just before we entered into this podcast, uh, I had a chat with the, with the captain on uh, on Scandi Iceman, asking uh, asking him on uh, on where we where where they are and uh, what their next phase is. And it's very uh, comforting to hear him when uh, talking about the project and how quickly he goes straight into the details on all the next phases, what they've done the last 24 hours, the small hiccups they have, what they are prepared for for the next 24 hours. So they are very down to the details immediately when you start talking to them. And of course, this is uh, this is uh, for sure uh, very impressive to hear, and that's also. Uh, showing that we we have uh, uh, an extreme competent uh, workforce uh, on this project. How often are you talking to uh, the captains on board our vessels, Narve? 
Well, I'll, I'll try to to talk to them as much as I can. But of course, the first thing Alan asked me was, uh, "What wrong have I done now since you called me?" <laughs> so, of course, uh, I must say that I, I could spend much, much more time talking to them. But uh, of course, it's uh, it's very nice to talk to them, and and you get the feeling that they they are so competent and so uh, involved in all the projects and uh, on. on involved in everything that is happening on board their boats and uh, it's fascinating to know how down into details they are. Uh, it's, it's really good to hear and I, I also would like to add that I see that the people we have working on this project they are so proud of being involved in this project. I see they are posting or they are posting uh, pictures um, on, on LinkedIn of, of the activity and of what we are doing and stating they are uh, what can I say proud to be part of, of this project and I must say uh, that's it's really really nice to see and um, I see that we are getting a lot of attention on uh, on these direct uh, posts from uh, from Gül. Okay. Um, Norve, you, you have been captain yourself in, in many years. And in your current role, one of your main responsibilities are to make sure that this project and actually all projects we are doing in DOF are executed safely and without any incidents. I also know that you have experience how tough it is to be a leader when we have incidents hurting our people. So Norway, I would like you to explain what is the most important actions we take to secure our seafarers and offshore crew. Well, my highest priority is to keep our people safe and to ensure that everybody gets back home in the same condition as when they came on board the vessels. Mm. It's extremely important that we always have time to focus on the safety side. When working on board vessels, teamwork is essential. We know that uh, we're working in teams all the time, around the clock. And then at that time, it's important that we look after each other. We, we ask, are we okay? And if you're not okay, we need to stop and do things the other way or wait until we are ready to start the job. We have talked about uh, in the f- uh, that it's always time to raise your hand. Is that what you are talking about now? Yes. Everybody should have the right to stop the job, to raise their hand and ask a question, is this safe? Mm. And is, it, is that happening? I think it's a, it's a culture thing and I think it's something that we have been uh, addressed for 40 years, mm. that everybody should have the opportunity to raise their hand and stop the job if they feel uncomfortable about, about it. Mm. And I would say that uh, this is maybe happening more and more. And there has been a change in uh, in safety culture with this the last couple of years where people are now speaking up more. We have better tools now also to analyze um, the feedback we get. And uh, we are reaching out to the crew now with diff- uh, different platforms. Both we use, we're using social media more. And we also had... Um, questionnaires mm. uh, utilizing Microsoft Forms and uh, I would say that uh, we are trying to ask more uh, the crew what they think and we are receiving a lot of good feedback. Mm. So 
the collaboration between onshore and offshore is essential here. Yes, and maybe that's been a good thing about COVID, that mm. uh, uh, communication between onshore and offshore has become a bit easier mm. using more technology. Mm. So I think this is working very well. And mm. we have seen uh, a change, I would say, the last uh, couple of years on this. Wouldn't you say the same, Nava? Yeah, I think it's it's before it's been on the, the focus have been on the on the big risks and major incidents maybe but of course now going forward in the last uh, the, the last decades we we see that the, the focus also needs to be down to the individual and it needs to be openness around it good i think we are closing up here and we are coming uh, to an end of uh, of uh, this episode so thank you camilla thank you norve for joining us in the third episode of dof talks And thank you also to Roger, to Rune and Gary for giving us a good insight of how it is to work on site and offshore on a high prestige project like Hyvind Tampen. I'm sitting left with three learning points from this episode. Planning, team and safe operations. We have learned that good and well planning and collaboration between on and offshore teams leads to efficient and safe operations. And all we do in DOF is based on teamwork. We are dependent on each other to perform our tasks and to do a good job. And finally, as both Narva and Camilla said, we need to ensure that we work safe. And our highest priority is to bring all our people safe home from their journeys. Everywhere we do business. In the next episode, we will have a chat with some of our young people about how it is to be young and new and off, and how we best can attract and retain the right people. And I think this is one of the most challenging tasks we have ahead of us to retain all the good people we have in DOF, to make sure that they grow and have interesting tasks, and also to find the new people that will take DOF forward. Our employees are our most important assets, and I look very much forward to talk about that in our next episode of DOF Talks. So please stay tuned.